Yeah, bro. Nah, Bobby, hey. I figured that shit out, G. Look at us on you know Twitch. Right you ain't see my shit. Hold on. You know that dude off of the um, Wild Thornberries? Yeah, Donnie. Yeah. What I got him? that dude's sound stuck in my head. Pause. <laughs> that does not sound right. It really didn't. All right, but I love you. I'll see you tomorrow, hopefully, probably, maybe. I ain't got to work tomorrow. It's a fucking holiday. Oh, you don't? It's a holiday. When, when was the last time you seen me work a holiday? Having trouble connecting. What the fuck? Uh-oh. Oh my god, bro. It shouldn't be. Oh lord, we struggle streaming. Struggle streaming. There we go. There we go. We're live. Why the fuck? We've been live for a minute, so motherfuckers just been watching us try to figure this shit out. Yeah, they watching the struggle. <laughs> watching us hey, fucking struggle. What's up, hey, y'all? Anybody who's here watching us, we appreciate you. Thanks for sticking with us through this um, uh, difficult time right now. We figured some shit out. Just look at it as y'all getting a behind the scenes look at what we're doing. Um, this is behind the scenes footage. Uh, you know, if we were a professional podcast, we would cut it off and come back. But yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, so we ain't doing that. Exactly. So. Professional or not, fuck all that. That's too much work. You're just lazy. So? What the fuck is that? What's what? All that in the background. What the fuck is that in the background? That's, that's it's Tyler's ass, bro. What do I do? What? No, bro. Making all that damn noise. He talking about he got Donnie from Thornberry stuck in his head. <laughs> Big pause. Right. They just running around screaming that shit. Damn, man. What's up, y'all? What's going hey, what's on? Going on? How y'all feeling today? All right. All right. We showed up. We showed up. Yeah, we here. <laughs> God damn. Put some, <laughs> at least put some umph into it. We here. Look at this old jagged edge ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that shit. All right, bye, I love you. Bye, I love you. See you tomorrow. Um, yeah, we're here, guys. Welcome. How y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? How y'all doing? Um, buddy? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yo, you know what? And Bobby, you can hate me all you want to, but it's fine. Uh, um. Apparently, when 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 I became a, a, a lightweight trader, um, I got fucking three months of Apple TV. Okay. And I didn't know it until the other day. And I missed all of it. That shit is what like that's that's sh um, that show with uh, Jason Momoa. See, that shit's fire. That yeah. shit is fire, fire. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> oh shit! Well, grumpy. Hey, I'm not grumpy yet, Brittany. 
Well, Brandon, I need to know all the things you discovered because it's a real possibility I'll be jumping on that train towards the end of the year. I understand, but I need to know everything that you know. No, no, no. Hold on, Bobby. We're not going to do that, nigga. I'm still Samsung, nigga, too. Fuck is you talking about? I I ain't doing all that. I like that new AKA, too, Bobby. I like that new AKA. I ain't never heard of it. It's an old AKA that I haven't used in a while. Oh, okay. So you, oh, because you've been listening to the old episode. So you started hearing old shit. I've been um, I've been coming up on a lot of shit that we don't forgot about. Yeah, yeah. Murphy is one of those AKAs I forgot about. Yeah, we be forgetting a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, it's okay. I'll remind us. <laughs> that shit is funny. Wait till I get to that episode where ever asked, can he be? I Captain did not Kirk? say Captain Croc. <laughs> cool. I'm finding. I'm coming no, up. You not. <laughs> right. Pause. Pause. That's okay, funny. we got to talk. Talk. What's going on, people? How y'all feeling? We are talking. We are good afternoon. Awesome. Good evening. Welcome to Happy Sunday. What episode is this? This 72. is episode seventy-two. Normal convos pod. Mm. Hey, we back. Let's fucking go. What's up? I miss this shit so much, Normal bro. Convos pod. Mm. I miss this so much. Hey, right. my father is back. That's me. Medium shirt gay. Beat your motherfucking ass with the free fighter. Put some money up. Convos pod. Father is back. That- the graphic shirt God in his motherfucker. Medium shirt gay. <laughs> we are back. Everyone <laughs> fucking back. Yes, let's fucking go. We are back. We got Aaron our drops back. Here. We keeping him from his church. We keeping him from the church. Unfortunately, I'm part of the church that has to work in the morning, so... <laughs> oh, no. you know, yeah, yeah. You two lucky Negroes kind of lucked out. I didn't. So how so, you? Oh, let's end this quick. That, 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 that yeah, for sure. Quick. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what time she, you gotta be at work? What, first off, that's what she never says. <laughs> yeah, she never says that. For sure, she never says that. Five in the a.m. You got Fuck that. What's going hey, on there, bitch? Got the eyes. We see yeah, Bean always throw the eyes. What up, Bean? What you looking at, Bean? Oh, I know y'all see the uh I know y'all see the print. Pause. Pause. <laughs> y'all see the good print. One. The good, good print. One. Anybody want that? That's a cool 30 bucks. Cool 30 bucks. You can have your own uh printout of and that's not that's not uh, a piece of paper. So, anime and video games are life. Uh, Styles of my queen and queens out there. Please try but to be who you already are. Hey, for $30, you can get some print. Hey, for a fat ass, you can get some print. Welcome to episode 72 of the Normal Convos Pod. I am your host, Brandon, a.k.a. Oh, the shit, Father. Oh, I was trying to screw... You see how I tried to, like... Pass on by that. Um, 
I'm your host, Brandon, a.k.a. the Pod Father, a.k.a. Perfect Family Man, a.k.a. Almost Soccer Father. We go back to we go back to the fucking doctor on Tuesday. We go back to the doctor on Tuesday to reevaluate my son's foot. So hopefully I can get back to soccer father in this weekend because we got a tournament in Indianapolis. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm trying to get through my shit. Um, and I'm here with my guys, of course, my brothers, my brothers from another mother, my business partners, my, you know what I'm saying? If, I, it, it, if they are, I've said it. So, you know what I'm saying? They, they you know, they always hold me down. So, without further ado, my guys, of course. Oh, okay. So, it's Bobby, a.k.a. Um, Aries the God, a.k.a. Um, the reference guy, a.k.a. the graphic shirt God and this motherfucker, a.k.a. God, a.k.a. King Petty, Petty Spaghetti, Petty White, Deacon Petty Wap, Petty Murphy, Petty Spaghetti, uh, uh, Bobby Drake. The motherfucking nice man. There we go. And I'm I'm not doing all these AKAs. We trying to hurry to get ever out of here. Medium show, daddy. Hundred tools like he does not want to be here right now. Hey. No, 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 no. Don't don't say that at all. I'm always happy and enthused to be here with my guys, people. At um, eight oh three. Hey. <laughs> nope. Either way, I'm happy to be here. This is Everett, a.k.a. the Medium Shirt Daddy, a.k.a. Reverend Duron. That's right, a.k.a. Medium Shirt Daddy, Reverend Duron, a.k.a. the mother and the daughter. I'll take them both, but probably most likely the daughter. Uh, A whole bunch of other AKs. I ain't been listening to the old episodes like Bobby has, so I'm forgetting them right now. But we're going to go ahead and get into this thing. Normal convos pod. Mm. Are you drinking one? Yes, I am. Yeah, he acting bad. He acting bad. He is. Yeah, yeah. Look, 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 look. Petty Betty. Petty White. Petty Betty. Okay. Hey, what's going on, friends? Probably Petty White. Thank you for checking us in. Thank you for checking us in. Two weeks in a row. Shay acting bad. We out here. We got a fan. She out here. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. What's up? What's up? So, for y'all that are that are uh, that are watching at home, unfortunately, we gonna go ahead and uh, somber out the beginning of the pod so we can get to all the bullshit. So we gonna get to um, anybody that's been watching us for you know as long as we've been doing this. Uh, we try to get all the sad and unfortunate shit out the way first so we can get to all the fun shit and us clowning on each other and clowning on niggas. Um, so, first of all, um, we got a couple of uh, rest in pieces to send out. Um, so, first we want to send a... Sh- um, actually, the first one I want to send out is uh, to Pat Stay. From a URL battle rapper, I heard. Uh, I heard. I just, I heard yeah. about, I just heard about that about an hour ago. Yeah, past day passed away. Um, anybody that's a battle rap fan watched URL for years. That guy was a pioneer. Like he'd been there since forever. Like the niggas a legend in his own right. Like so, and and that kind of like past day wasn't one of my favorite battle rappers or nothing, but he. He went against all my favorite battle rappers and held his own. So, in this aspect of it, you know what I'm saying? I got to show the man respect. So, 
Um, Rest in peace, past day. Yeah, for sure. You know, prayers, condolences, friends, family, fans. Um, he gonna be missed. And you know, the battle rap fan in me can't wait for the next event. So I'll be tuned in to caffeine because I know URL. I know Smack gonna do something real dope for uh, for past days. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, then we want to send uh, a rest in peace out to uh, Teddy Ray. Oh yeah. Um, Teddy Ray was a comedian. Um, I'm not sure if it was him or not. But that real viral sound going around, uh, double cheeked up on a Thursday, is that him? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I haven't even heard that. Yeah, it kind of looked like him. It kind of looked at him. He's talking about a guy like he was in a fake interview and he was like, and I seen my homie coming out the thing and I looked at him. He was like, what you doing out here? Double cheeked up on a Wednesday afternoon and something, something, something. But it got it went real viral. Like. It's crazy. It's been a while. Like, that's been out for a while. Um, but, uh, again, you know, comedian, not super familiar with his work. Um, so the name didn't ring a bell when I seen the news. But as soon as I Googled him, I knew exactly who the fuck he was. Um, so rest in peace um, to Teddy Ray, of course. Um Again, prayers, condolences to friends, family, friends, anybody that knew him, anybody that laughed at his jokes. Um, you know, for us, you know, we talk about comedians a lot on here. So, you know, that's always a, a sore spot for us. So rest in peace to yeah. Teddy Ray. Um, that's it. Or, um, fuck, I meant, to, I meant to Google this guy's name. Um... Where are we going? So we gonna move on. We gonna move on to my bullshit. Um, my bullshit has some RMP RIPs in it too. Um, and my bullshit this week is kind of dark, y'all. So bear with me. Um, yeah, it's a little morbid today, uh, and I'm not at that point right now. Uh, I actually. <laughs> It's kind of funny because I'm actually in a good mood. I've been in a good mood for the past couple of days. But when I was thinking about my bullshit for this week, uh, I was in a. I don't want to say I was in a dark place because, you know, I wasn't feeling my depression kick in or my anxiety or anything like that. But I was in a different I was in a different state of mind. So, you know, I had to get some of the shit off of my chest uh, while while, you know, while I can and, you know, this is our platform, so I'm going to use our platform for, you know, shit that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, we um, I do not know these young men's name, so we're not going to I'm not going to do the research on this one. The next one I will. But uh, I called the guys last week when we did our pre-production and. I was telling them about a story that I had heard. Um, So the story goes, there's a 17 year old guy and he has quote unquote ops. So gets into it, one of them and kills the guy. Um, Unfortunately in America, that's that quote. So, you know what I'm saying? You just kind of look at it like, damn, that's fucked up, but on to the next shit story gets worse. 
um, the guy kind of stakes out the guy that he kills grave. So on the on his following birthday, I don't know if it was a full year later or not, but the guy that he killed on his following birthday, um, he was at the cemetery and the guy's mom showed up and he ended up killing the guy's mom. And I want to spend a send a very, very, very heartfelt, you know, rest in peace, uh, a, a very sincere prayers and condolences to that family. Cause they didn't just lose a nephew, a niece, or you know what I'm saying? They didn't just lose one member of their family. Like they now lost that member of their family and their mother and his mother. And you know, the, the perpetrator was 17 years old. You know, this wasn't a grown man. This wasn't years and years and years of beef piling up. This is a 17 year old kid killing somebody and then spending a block and killing his mom at his grave. Um, so at the point that I was at, uh, last week when I came up with this, I, I was, shit was hitting me, shit was hitting me. And I don't want us to get too, um, this country is set up for us to be numb to black death and numb to, to death in general. And I don't want to get numb to it. So I want to bring it to, I want to bring it to attention. I want to you know, make people aware of what's going on in the world. It's not just police killing us anymore. It's not just, you know, us killing us anymore. Like now they're 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 going after parents and they're going after siblings and they're going after colleagues and girlfriends and wives and you know what I'm saying? If you was in the this street you kinda do with it. Yeah. Like his mama had nothing to do with that, bro. Like at all. I'm coming to see my son on his birthday that you murdered. I'm coming to see my son. And this is like, now I'm with my son. Like that hurt. That hurt it when I read that. Like that wasn't just, that wasn't just yeah. reading a story. Like that hurt. Imagine so. Um, that was some sad shit. Like I, I, it made me wonder like what, what homie had, what did homie do to make him that mad to where it's like, I'm, not only am I going to kill you, but I'm going to kill your mama once she come to your grave on your grave. I'm going to stalk your grave every day to see if people show up. Like, and I'm going to kill them too. What did he do to make somebody that fucking mad, yo? Like it, that don't make no sense like at all. <sighs> it's like... He, did he really not have anything better to do to occupy his time, like at all, than to be stalking his his ops no. grade that he already he no. already killed? Like no, at this didn't. point, that's an obsession. You were obsessed with this with this young man. He, like why? He, he didn't he didn't have anything else better to do. I mean, it's when I first heard this story, it kind of like put me in a fucked up, you know state of mind or uh yeah that's what because no it's, bullshit it's, like circling back evil. that's what put me in the work this what that's what put me into my my bullshit for this week that's what put me in the mind state for my bullshit this week and like after i heard that story i heard the other stories that we're gonna cover but continue e. uh, it's it's a you know i'm i'm not gonna do any jokes or anything but it's like you know that song the children are our future right yeah 
I just when I hear shit like this, it's like I I don't know. I if if this is what it is, I I don't want to be around. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't want the motherfuckers in, in charge of the future. I mean, for for him to be seventeen years old and for that amount of plotting, you know, premeditation, strategizing. I mean, not to mention putting everything else that you might have to do that's constructive out the way. I mean, you already got a sort of kind of got away with one murder to go and do it again on, on, you know, the one year anniversary is absolutely crazy. It's just, it just put me in the mind frame of like, um, you know, I'm not really into like the spirits and stuff, but I'm like, that's honestly, I gotta be honest. That's some demonic shit that I'm listening to. There's yeah. nothing, nothing short of it for you to be that young and have such a, a lack of value and a respect for life, for somebody's blood, somebody's mother. I, I mean, you, you. I mean, I've heard shit like you know, even in the mafia, they'll they might kill somebody. They'll show up to the funeral. They might even kiss your mother, knowing they killed you. But to off your mom, like that's. That's just, in my opinion, some pure evil shit. And, you know, people are going to kind of throw in the age. And, yes, there is definitely something wrong with him. But at the same time, it's just too, for me, it's like how much leeway do we give young people? How much does this, I know legally it's like 18, you're an adult, but it's like, come on. I, I, I don't know how much leeway we can give you seventeen yeah, years like, old. At, right. at what point do we hold you accountable for your actions? At what yeah, point you. are you old enough to understand that what you're doing is like demonic? This isn't just normal murder. This, like you said, it's the premeditation. It's the waiting around. Like this isn't this isn't your run of the mill average. I live in the hood. I'm pitching. They pitching. We get into it, or I'm with this gang, or they with this gang, and we get into it. like this. Ain't that? It might have started as that. Like, it might have started as that. But that ain't what this is no more. Like, once you graduate to now my mom's is gone, and my mom's is up here with me or down here with me or whatever the hell you believe, like, my mom's is gone, bro. Like, you took me from my mom, and then you took my mom from the rest of my family. Like, how how deep does this get? You are somebody's mom. What's to stop this individuals who uh they family, you know, their family from coming back and killing a grandmother or some nieces and nephews? Like right. I where does it stop? Like where does it stop? Or with police and all that. Like, is you that what we what? have to do? Is that do we have to do that? Like, you know, you gotta have armed security at a funeral. Are are we gonna start offing other relatives? Is this this is that's war. That's war type shit. It's it, it, it's where's this, where's this the respect and regard for life come in at what age it's how fucked up are you to be able to you know grasp the depth of what you're doing you yeah. already got you already got one um one murder up under your belt and then you go and do another one it's what's it's like, come on, that that's pure evil. That's, that's demonic like energy, scared, bro. Yeah. Do do you do you feel sad 
then people are going to say there's some mental. This is my problem. You know, there's going to they're going to bring his age into the factor or factor in his age rather. Okay, he's 17. Obviously, he's been through some shit, some kind of trauma to have him thinking that this is okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, just yeah. They'll probably it's just tough. blame rap music for it. Yeah, rap music and the video games. Right. Yep. They'll probably discount movies. This type of stuff every day in the hood, like have yeah. to live through this stuff, and then. And that's and the more fucked up people part. Hurt people. And, They'll discount and, that. Right, and in my mind, that's the even more fucked up part. Is this is normal in the hood? Right. Unfortunately, this is normal shit in the hood. So it's like the hood ain't looking at this the way that you know what I'm saying law abiding citizens that don't live in the hood look at this. Like in the hood, it's like, oh, well, you know, it, you, it come with the territory. You know what I'm saying? That's the life we live. You know what I'm saying? All that cliche shit that you hear all the time. Like that's how the hood look at this. But you know what I'm saying? When you just living in normal everyday America, it's like, damn, for real? Like, that's what niggas is doing at 17? Like, yeah, you ain't trying yeah. to you ain't trying to get no pussy. Like, you ain't trying to you ain't trying to go to school. You ain't trying to play a game. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, this what y'all yeah, doing man. at 17? Yeah, that's like, what they doing. It's it's it is different, man. I mean, these young kids, they have no regard for life. And even in I and I hate to be the guy who says it, even in the music, bro. I mean, when you start yeah. talking about we smoking on such and such pack, like that's not okay. That is yeah. not okay. I mean, you already killed the motherfucker. Why why keep dredging it up? Like, leave him alone. This motherfucker is dead already. Like, you killed him. And that's, that's yeah. what in that I hate to say it like this, but what in that the goal in the first place, motherfucker? You can leave him alone now. Leave him yeah. alone. Like why, why keep now you now you killed him. Now you want to taunt the man and his family not. or whatever. Come on, man. Right. Why are you still mad? They gone. Right. I, I I guess where does it I guess it doesn't end, or that's that's part of being a quote unquote savage, you know. Or or, or it, you know, it's or it's what they say, it's on site for life. It's I, I don't well, know. Yeah. I, <laughs> the, the life is gone. So yeah. No, I and, mean I guess you know, for anybody I guess anybody who's with you is what I'm saying, or who loves you, it's that's what I mean. I get, you. I get right. You. Um, it's, yeah, it's so uh, shit. yeah, evil. and um, you know, the next couple, the next two are evil too, but we're gonna try to skate on past them. I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to spend 45 minutes of us being, you know, sad and shit. Um, so the next one that I'm reporting actually involves um, a brother of a NFL cornerback. Um, y'all remember uh, Akeem Talib? No. From the what did he play on the Giants? I think. Um, I heard. About, I think I heard about I this know. case. Is this involving his brother, brother-in-law, or something? Yeah, yeah, his brother, okay. his actual brother. Um, his brother. You so <clears throat> I'm reading the press or not the press one press release from some place somewhere. Um, so it says Yakeem Talib, brother of retired NFL cornerback Yakeem Talib, is accused of shooting Mike Hickman a youth football coach after an argument on Saturday night between opposing coaching staff turned physical and then into a shooting. 
Multiple children were present at the time of the shooting, Lancaster police said in a press release. Tlaib's attorney said his client regrets the tragic life loss of life, but self-surrendered this morning so that he may have a chance to say his side of the story. Um, where I stand on this, um, it's also kind of kind of weird because um, a kid that Tyler used to play soccer with a few years ago, um, there was a big brawl at um, a football game. He was playing football. It was football season. He, you know, foregone uh, soccer to play football for that year. So he was playing football. They were at a game. Same thing, you know, verbal verbal disagreement, whatever, wherever. The players get the fight in. Some kid picks him up, dunks him on his head, breaks his neck. Um, luckily, he he healed. He, you know, he he's back to full strength and he's able to walk and he's able to talk and his dexterity is there and all that. So, you know, um, he's cool. doing, yeah, he 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 recovered. He Glad recovered he great. Recovered. Yeah, he recovered great. So. That's the only reason I bring it up. Like, had it been anything other than that, I probably wouldn't have even brought it up on here. Uh, but that was scary for us. Like that. Like we're close with his family. So to to read this story particularly, it brought back all the memories I had when I got that call because I wasn't at the game, but I got the call and they was like, "Hey, you know, such and such, blah 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 blah." He in the hospital, like. And it's like, damn, it ain't nothing I could do. So for this situation, it's like we had a peewee game. Like at least I don't want to say at least, but in uh, in the situation that I mentioned, that was a high school football game. Those are high schoolers. They're going through puberty. They're trying to prove something, blah, 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 whatever. This was a peewee game, bro. I'm talking eight, nine, ten-year-old kids. Kids, bro. Natalie age. The twins mm -hmm. age. Kids. And a verbal altercation turned to gunplay. Like how the fuck did, how the fuck does that happen at a peewee game? Right. Like like what made it so serious to have to bring it to that like bring well, that type of energy. That's the bad part about it because you know Talib ended up killing that coach. It wasn't that he just shot him, he's dead. And his team witnessed that. Damn. So these kids now have to, like, these parents now have to go home and explain to their kids about what happened. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it's uh, like, how the fuck? Where, 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 where do we draw the line? I think the line should be a gun in a Pee Wee football game. I mean, that's obvious, but. Yeah, it should be much further than that. Much much sooner than that. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a damn football game. Sites. Right. That's that's all kind of trauma and therapy that them kids gonna have to suffer through. Yeah. And the bad part about it, the bad part about it is, um, for me, the bad part about it is that. We all, you know, we're all from a black community. 
Mr. Mike Hickman, first of all, rest in peace. Prayers and condolences to the family, of course. Absolutely. Um, his team, that organization, um, you know, but where I stand is football. This happened in Dallas, Texas, by the way. Mm. Um, that not surprise me. Yeah, it's a, that, that's football county. <clears throat> if you in Texas, it's football county. So I understand. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I understand how it could turn to gunplay because you're in Texas. Texans don't Everybody play else. about their football. They don't play about their football. So I understand how it could turn to that, but I don't understand why it turned to that. And now we don't have the infrastructure set up for black people to just go get therapy for this. Not without it costing a whole lot of money. Like this might spawn into even even if it's two or three of those players that witnessed that, this could spawn into creating another mentally a mentally ill person. Because at eight years old, I watched my coach get shot and die. And <clears throat> my concern is this has the potential to have one of them kids be influenced enough to have it turn into the previous scenario and situation we were just talking about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Like that could possibly influence that. Right. So you see yeah. early on how, you know, the lack of value uh, to life and such a blatant disregard for death. It's like, I mean, there's a correlation there. Like, I don't believe anybody who has a, 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 I'll just say a proper childhood or development is going to do some shit like that or think right. that that's normal. You know what I mean? Right. right. I'm and with seeing, you. And, and seeing your coach get, you know, cut down right in front of you, that, that could trigger some things that you may not be able to recover from yeah. and have a, a influence on you that therapy may not help. It just may be something that you have to live with. Because that's kids that concern. age are very impressionable. Yeah, that's that sticks with you. You you're never gonna forget that, ever. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I don't I don't want to dive deep too deep on this one because I'll fuck around and be crying on the pod again. Um, so again, rest in peace to Mike Hickman. Uh, prayers and condolences to the family, the the students, the the, the, the players of the team, the organization. Um, not to mention uh, one last tidbit. His kid is also on that team. Dang. See? See? So not only did random kids watch that, his kid had his to watch own, that. Right, his own seed. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, prayers and condolences to that child for sure. Above cool. everybody else. Above everybody else. That that child that now has to grow up without a father because Yaquif Tlaib just decided that I'm ending this nigga life today. Like, yeah. Um, my last one, and we're going to get the fuck out of here, and we're going to get the normal convo shit. Um, my last one, um, there was a lady in California. Um, 
that was trying to commit suicide by um, driving her car at very extremely high speeds um, and was going to crash it. Um, backstory, she's done this maybe four or five times before. What? Um, and it didn't work. Whoever you believe in don't want her dead yet. Um, and didn't want her dead then, now, because she's still alive. Um, driving, uh, if I'm remembering the reports, because I don't have them pulled up, if I'm remembering the report, the report correctly, she was driving upwards of like 80, 90 mile an hour on, let's say, Glenway. Let's say she was on Glenway doing 80, 90 mile an hour. Um, ran a red, ran a red light and killed maybe five or six pedestrians, one of which was pregnant. Um, and of course the, you know, mental health warriors started to come out the woodwork and, oh my God, we got to get her some help. No, we need to put her in jail. This is not the first time that you have done this. You're yeah, openly beyond help at this point. Not only are you openly breaking a law about driving 80 and a 35, like this isn't just mental health. Yes, mental health plays a part, but the first time she did that, she needed help. Not the fifth or sixth time that she does this. Because now on the fifth or sixth time that you do this, now there's five or six families that have to be notified. There's a husband somewhere that got a call that said his wife and child ain't coming home tonight. That's that's fucked unborn up. child. I I mean it's 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 just astounding. I mean, just to place you, I mean, I don't want to put your location out, but you're kind of in the vicinity or somewhat. You're not far from where this occurred. Just think, that's the day you and your family could have been out and about. Yeah, walking way. Yeah, walking. I know there's like a soccer field over there. I, um. Yeah. All you had to do was, and that's Wait, the fucked up part about here? it. No, no, no. This was in California. Oh, okay. I'm saying, like, I meant the residential street, so y'all would understand what I was saying. Gotcha. Um, but they were on a residential street, so speed limit 35. She was doing upwards of 85, 90 mile an hour. Right. It's just, I mean, it's just too much going on, is what I'm saying in a residential area. It's you know, it's still summertime. Everybody's out. At, at the time that this happened, you know there's crazy people out. It's busy. Like, I just, yeah, I, I, I hate that. I feel like we use the mental health cape a little too much sometimes. And yep. She needs to just be thrown in jail. I mean, it's people use it as a way to duck accountability, honestly, and I mean, that's a whole nother thing I don't want us to get into right now, but I, I mean, she definitely should be held accountable and have to pay at the highest levels for what she did, being that this isn't the first time. Right. Like, there's there's no other way. Like, and and I'm like not opposed the to... The first time this happened, they should have been screaming like they need to get her some help. Not, that was my point. Yeah, like, not five, six times down the line. You can't really say it then like that it don't make sense yeah and when they asked her when they asked her why she was doing that she 
she openly came out and said, yeah, I was trying to commit suicide. Trigger warning. I'm sorry. Anybody that's dealing with any type of mental health problem, I should have threw that at the beginning. I'm sorry that some of these words are triggering. I apologize for that. But, you know, this this is this is off the top of my head and off the top of my heart, and I'm not thinking straight right now. Or, you know what I'm saying, once I start talking, I don't really be thinking about what to put in front of it. But, yeah, trigger warning. Sorry. I apologize for that. But, yeah, this is... is she openly came out and said that. Like that's fucked up. And they went back through her 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 uh, not her arrest records and you know what I'm saying her driving record and all that shit. And there were like four or five instances of this exact same scenario, except she wasn't killing people. So what like are we for mental health or not? You know what I'm saying? Like that that that's all I could think of. With all three of these stories, are we for mental health or not? Yeah, because all all of these people need they yeah, they need some type of therapy or something. Like the 17-year-old, like what leads you to that? You you can't have a well, no, I know what leads him to that. We 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 explained it. This is what he sees every day, so he's emulating it. Right. This is what he sees. This is what he hears. What What do you think that's going to do to a child's psyche? I mean, it did. It didn't just. He didn't just hear that stuff when he turned seventeen. This was a lifetime of it. Right. It was a lifetime of trauma. A lifetime of um, of mental scars. Yeah. And then with this lady. Four or five times before, like like you said, the first time when she said she was trying to commit suicide, that should have been uh, suicide. Suicide screams like, "Hey, help me! I'm not mentally all there. Help me! My mental isn't all the way there. Uh, my mental health is bad. Help me!" That that's what it screams like. It, yeah, I don't. I don't think we are. I think it's some, it's some cool shit to say. It's yeah. some cool shit to say, but these examples kind of prove like it's not really it's just some cool shit to say yeah it's a new buzzword right now right Uh yeah for real um and yeah i didn't um i did look through my phone to see if i could find the um the report that i read because i wanted to you know save the people's names that um that that lost their life that day um, but I can't, I can't find it right now. But you know, same shit. Thoughts and prayers, condolences. Um, that's a lot of families that have to deal with a lot of hurt and got to go through a lot of struggle to, you know, be able to deal with this. And I hope that this lady is dealt with swiftly and precisely, because she does not deserve to be out in the world anymore. I don't give a fuck about me- I don't give a fuck about that mental health shit. Don't talk to me about mental health when this is not the first time you've done this. I don't want to hear about mental health. So lock her under the fucking jail. If y'all don't want to help her and give her the mental help that she needs and then put her in a jail, just lock her under the fucking jail. I don't care. So. But yeah, let's transition. Normal convos. 
Oh, shit. Shit, now I'm over here making drinks. Normal convo. I'm about to start eating, nigga. Mm. (laughs) I done had pizza this whole time. I done had pizza this whole goddamn time. I'm hungry as shit. God, I'm hungry. Beat your motherfucking ass with the street fighter. Put some money up. Put some money up, bitch. Put this tongue all in her butt. Uh. Um, yeah. So let's talk about uh sex, baby. Let's talk we, about I got it. maybe you're so stupid. Oh, excuse me. Um I think I might have I don't think I got no more sad shit. Thank uh, you God. Sure? You sure? Um, I'm looking. Stop. We no, I ain't, I ain't got I ain't got nothing more sad. Everything else that I got is either good news or we clowning. Okay. All right. Um so let's start with our first good news. Um the little white influencer bitch that killed her boyfriend, her black boyfriend, got away with it at first and all of that shit and you know what I'm saying? Everybody was kikiing and ha-ha and all that shit. She the fuck out of here. <laughs> she just got sentenced like two weeks ago. Can I get the round of applause, E? That was your cue. Uh, we need to get her the fuck up out of here. Uh, yeah, we can get her the fuck up out of here. So. Um, yeah, but she got convicted of murder. Cause that's what the fuck she did. She murdered that man. Um, and for all the people, for all the people hitting my line and seeing me in public and asking me what I would do if my wife, like, how would you react if your wife just said, my wife don't do that. I don't give a fuck what white America doing. My wife don't do that. If y'all niggas keep coming to me, I'm going to start being disrespectful. But saying it respectfully is possible. Just because she is white does not mean that she fucking she is white power white. So please, with all due fucking respect, not as not as content, not as nothing. Keep my wife's name out y'all fucking mouth. This ain't content. This ain't a callback. Keep my name. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. Period. All right, Will Smith. Uh, I'm saying it, it to me that that wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? That that's the best way I could put it I for niggas it. that keep. You know what I'm saying? Every time I see a nigga, oh, did you hear about such and such and such and such? Yeah, I heard about it. What the fuck you asking me about it for? Like, anyway, more good news. Um, everybody remembers Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Um, condolences, prayers for the family, all that good stuff. Uh, I wanna, I wanna read this. Um, I wanna read this article that I'm getting from AP News. Right, a it's former. For those who don't know what AP is, yeah. Um. A former Louisville police detective who helped falsify the warrant that led to the deadly police raid in Breonna Taylor's apartment has pleaded guilty to a federal conspiracy charge. 
Federal investigators said Kelly Goodlett added a false line to the warrant and later conspired with another detective to create a cover story when Taylor's March 13th, 2020 shooting death by police began gaining national attention. Um, so yeah, Kelly Goodlett, suck a dick. Big dick. You took somebody away that I guarantee wasn't ready to go. Um, but you should have pleaded guilty. You should have pleaded guilty. That's you should have did that. No applause for you for pleading guilty, bitch. You should have pleaded guilty. You did it. You falsified some shit that got this young lady killed. So fuck you. Uh, she's going to jail, by the way. That's the good news. Yay. <laughs> She's she's gonna end up in jail. Um so yeah, fuck her. Do y'all got anything on that? No, let's move mm, on to morbid shit. Not really. Just this is more morbid shit. Nah, I mean okay. the just look around. The world is burning down around us. Just that's all the world is burning down. Okay. Um so let, let's take it over to uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Rest in peace. Prayers and condolences to the family as well. Um, again, from the Associated Press. This was posted uh, August 8th. So, you know, we're a little late on this, but it's actually been on the list for a couple of weeks and we just kind of kept forgetting to get to it. Um, Brunswick, Georgia. The white father and son who chased and killed Ahmaud Arbery in a Georgia neighborhood each received a second life prison sentence oh. for committing federal hate crimes months after getting their first for murder. At a hearing that brought a close brought a close to more than two years of criminal proceedings. U.S. District Court Judge Lisa Godby Wood handed down the sentences against Travis McMichael, 36, and his father, Greg McMichael, 66, reiterating the gravity of the February 22 killing that shattered their Brunswick community. William Roddy Bryan, 52, who recorded cell phone video of the slang, was sentenced to 35 years in prison. Damn. All y'all can suck a dick and all of y'all can rot in prison. There we go. This is how we this is how we fix this shit. This is how we fix shit. You give niggas life sentences, and the nigga that fucking recorded it got 35 years. He's 52 years old. He's not getting out of prison until he's 87. He might That's, a life That's a life That's sentence. That's a life sentence. Send these niggas to jail, bro. Like, why the fuck is we, like, still dragging our feet about this shit? Rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery. Them niggas is going to jail. They fucking deserve it. And I hope that everybody else can come to fucking terms to realize that Y'all can't just keep killing us and think that shit gonna keep being sweet. Right. Cause I guarantee you at some point, if the if the if the courts don't do their job, we're gonna start doing it for them. And y'all not gonna like the way we do it. So y'all better take them life sentences. All right, I'm done. What else we got? Round of applause well, for getting out of this morbid shit. Yeah, I'm I'm cool. I just had, you know. 
we had to finish it up with all the good news. You know what I'm saying? It was a whole bunch of good news. So, yeah, I had to get that shit out. I, I had to. I don't know. I had to clear my head, man. I was going through some shit earlier this week, so. Man. I, that, I felt like that, I had to speak I on see. that. That was a heavy was hour we just had. That was a yeah, heavy was, hour we just that had. That was a real like, heavy hour. Uh, man, I. Yeah. Oh. That was real heavy. Um, was, uh, shit. Yeah. What else we got? Bobby, you got something? Yeah, what man, we, what we talk about next? Oh, shit. Ursula, Ursula out moving around. She big as shit now. I know y'all ain't seen her in a while. She about three feet long now, three and a half. She long, huh? Yeah, bro. Long and girthy. So, um, (laughs) Tom Brady. He's about yeah. To get divorced. Yeah. Yes, he is. What does yeah. Zell do? I, I'm not. I didn't really follow the story. I just heard he's about to get divorced. Uh, he about to get fucking raped and legal yeah. fees, and he's about to get financially raped. Um, does it? Does it really make sense for? Well, you know what you know with the um Dr. Dre shit, you know what I mean? How you gotta pay out so much every month. And then with the with the Kobe line, bitch, you weren't with me shooting in the gym, like all that shit. Does it really make sense for pro athletes or rich people to rich men to get married? Seeing mm. the outcome for a lot of them. Hold and on. it seems we, we, like it for all of them sooner or later. We we gotta back up just a little bit. We we First off, you got the greatest athlete ever, arguably. You can make a case for that. I mean, look how many Super Bowl appearances he's been in. Never, we ain't going to talk about rings, okay? Uh, think about how successful you can be on the field and it still not be enough at home, okay? <laughs> now, y'all may not know this, but – uh. He mysteriously missed 11 days of training camp this past August. Now, I don't know if you know this, but if you're an important piece of the team, excuse me, part of the team, missing 11 days is fucking major. And to top it off, you know what his response was? It was personal. No one needs to worry about it or talk about it. He was out there trying to save his little marriage. Okay. If you was with your Sabbath, just say that, man. Uh, he was not. He he was not. He was not. Uh, I mean, it's been rumors about this happening for years. Um, it, it's been rumors about, you know, he's on the road all the time, and she's sick of being home with them fucking kids. So was he. <laughs> yeah, it only took that nigga like 20 days. Later, he's like three months later, he's like, fuck these kids and her. I'm yeah, I'm, I don't even think it was that long. I'm unretiring. <laughs> That man was home three months, if that. He retired and then he abruptly unretired. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he took a, a two week break from the Bucks. <laughs> un, undisclosed reasons. Um, I looked up the stats. Uh divorce happens at about sixty five percent, which is a little bit higher than regular marriage for you know normal people. Damn. Um for pro 
for pro athletes, you're going to the chances of you getting divorced are about 65% according to the stats. I looked it up. Um it, it, it just goes to show you that it's never enough. Now, you say you looked up the stats, it was 65%. Yeah, so pro athletes. Fantastic. Then, <laughs> okay, so, so imagine that. Imagine that. Put that in another perspective. You going up, you going up like going skydiving and shit with parachutes. Uh-oh. And the skydiver tell you it's 10 of y'all and Motherfucker tell you, eh, six and a half of these parachutes ain't gonna work. Would you still do it? Hell no. Nah. That make fucking sense. That's six nope. and a half of these parachutes might not work. Nope. 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 <laughs> God damn. What? Um, Apparently, they I, didn't do the science. They didn't do the research. They didn't do the math. See, here's the thing. It doesn't make sense. I mean, they needed I, you on their side, Everett. I I keep telling people, but they don't want to listen to me. They think I'm hurt. They think I'm bitter. Him, him, him just hurt. Him I bitter. think you hurt. I think him, you hurt. Him, I don't him think you're bitter. I don't think you're bitter, but I think I think you jaded. Him is hurt. Him jaded. Instead, him. they want to listen to Ric Flair. They want to they want to um do the Ric Flair. Get married like six times, six seven times. Oh, but 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 what about love? E, <laughs> apparently, we go. love don't love you. There we friend. go, banned in 35 countries. But they ain't listen. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, I think as a pro athlete, it, it doesn't make sense to be married. I mean. It's not really conducive to making a marriage work. You're gone all the time. And I don't know if you guys realize this, but making a marriage work requires time. You ain't got that time. It's just, it doesn't make sense. I mean, you're gone most of the time. It it just, you can do that shit after you retire. You know, you want to, you want to do your little love thing. That's fine. You know, you want to get married, fine, but while you're playing, I mean, this is the thing. You only have a short lifespan, excuse me, a short time to play and be successful. Uh, most pro athletes' careers is what? Fucking three years if you fucking lucky. Um, I, you, you have this amount of time to make all this money that's going to set you up for the rest of your life. I, I just think it's a bad idea. I, I mean, okay, look in Tom Brady's case. This is going to take him. A, this is going to take him out of the headspace that he needs to have while he's on the field. I mean, you got three hundred pound linemen coming at your neck. You can't be thinking about, man. Oh, I can't believe. I can't believe this bitch ain't happy. Like, how how can I keep walking on eggshells to make this hoe happy? Was that three years? Yeah. Yeah. See. see Damn. It, 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 that's if you're lucky. Like, it, it it just doesn't make sense. I mean, statistically, let's just keep it a buck. Your marriage is going to fucking fail anyway. It, let's just keep it a buck. Statistically, you're going to get divorced anyway. Why compound that pressure and them odds with trying to be a super athlete anyway? Like, I, I don't get it. I mean, now, now on the flip side, I get it. It looks good as far as endorsements, um, as far as 
you know, image wise, because certain shit you gotta be married. Like if you want to be the president, you gotta be married. They ain't about to have no single dude out here on the prowl being married. It just it just doesn't look good for perception. So when these brands come at you like Steph Curry, excellent. What brand wouldn't want to sponsor him and you know he endorsed them? It looks good, but statistically, like it, it just all that shit aside, like even even he's having issues. She's not even happy. Ooh. But Aisha Curry. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was complaining about lack of attention. It's like, what the fuck do you mean? You get to live this great life with the greatest shooter on earth, and you complaining about attention. Oh, so yeah. speaking speaking of Steph Curry, up oh damn, he gone. I meant to send Brandon this meme um about um Ray Ray Allen's face when he um when Steph Curry broke the three point record. It <laughs> showed him in the background just looking all this hard and just yeah he had to be fake happy though he had to be <laughs> fake supportive right you know you can't just be like yeah whatever nigga fuck you right but my thing is I, I get it I mean you'll have your one in a billion odds and chances that it'll work out but just statistically it's probably not like I just look at look look at Emmett Smith look at what Tom Brady's about to go through um look Sylvester Stallone's about to get raped he's not an athlete but you know he's in entertainment yeah, sports, yeah, sports is entertainment um, you gotta stop saying raped what you mean financially raped how about that you gotta put financially in front of it you know what you're absolutely right I should say financially bent over and take to the took into the cleaners that's what I mean <laughs> um yeah because just saying raped by itself it, it gives a yeah, I get it. I get it. I know YouTube doesn't like that. If we were monetized and AdSense, we we'd be demonetized. I get it, but because we're not, we can say it. Although we probably shouldn't. But when I, I saw it, I mean, I just couldn't imagine. You know, you're out there trying to be productive, trying to be great on the field, trying to provide for these, your family, and you, you know, you're trying to secure a legacy. You're just trying to be the best version. You're trying to keep, you know. Keep being greater, and it's still not enough. It's 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 still not enough. Everybody knows your name. You don't now, want like six Super Bowls, and nope. I, I guarantee you, if, if they have a shitty season, you you know why. You know why. Ain't gonna be no shitty season. It's still Tom Brady. He don't give a fuck about her. How you know he been that? doing this? He been doing this shit for twenty years, you know ignoring the. Mental, he been igno- right he been ignoring the fuck out of her for twenty years. Uh, he, he ain't ignored them eleven days in training camp. That's that was a big deal. Even yeah. for Tom Brady, even for Tom Brady, you can't do that. Like, exactly. That comes from twenty years of ignoring the fuck out of her. You don't take eleven days off when y'all been beefing. Like, if we been beefing, if we been or or, I guess if he was paying more attention to her. If he was paying more attention to her on a regular basis, even though it's football season and all that good shit, if he was paying more attention to her, he wouldn't have had to take 11 days. If we're going to end this shit, we're going to end this shit. We've been communicating. We've been, you know, physical. We've been emotional with each other. All the good shit that go on a marriage. We've done that, and you still want to end it for X, Y, and Z reason. I don't need 11 days to figure that shit out. 
that 11 days was him like, all right, bitch, look, I'm going I'm to I'm give you this time. We're going to try to figure this shit out. I'm going to try to get you to not leave me because I'm fucking rich. You're rich, but you're going to become richer than me because you're going to take all of my football money, all yeah. of my tag hewer money, all of my citizen money, all of my fucking cologne money. Like, yeah. let's get this shit together. Um, it's like that Chris Rock joke. It's, you know, the life of a married man. This may not be you, Brandon, but it's, you know, just humoristically, it's every day. It's how do I keep this bitch happy? That's yeah. relationships in general. Yeah. So, so um, I mean, it, 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 I'm stuttering. Um, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> without the, you stupid. Um, without the vulgarity, that's what it is. Like, I know everybody like to be like, oh yeah, men, men should be part of the relationship. Men should be happy too. That's not the reality. That's like, we had it, it works. Yeah, like we have these arguments on here all the time. Reality versus what should be. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about what should be a lot. And yeah. then we always do devil's advocate. Like, no, nigga, but this is what reality is. Reality mm-hmm. is, is in a relationship, if a woman is not happy, she is not happy. The relationship is going to end. Actually, I'm actually glad. I'm actually glad that you brought it up because let me see. I got a I got a video for that shit. Yeah, go ahead and look it up. And while you're looking that up, I heard a joke. I heard, uh, I can't remember who said it, but I heard for a man, marriage is like signing a blank contract. You got to be ready to deal with whatever the fuck it is because you signed it. And I I just, you know, sometimes I, and, and forgive me for this, but sometimes I look at it like, wow, just imagine me getting on my knees to ask you to sign the shittiest contract on earth for me. And I have to pay for it. Like I, I have to ask you for the honor of signing the shittiest contract in the world. And I'm supposed to cry about it too. I'm yeah. supposed to, Oh my God, you're so beautiful. Oh my God. It, 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 it just, I don't know, man. You know, I think for myself yeah. on these things, and it just yeah. like it don't make sense. Like, but you know what? In my mind, like me and my wife are approaching ten years married, right? Yeah. Thank you. Um, if we were getting married next year instead of gotten married nine, almost ten years ago, that would be. I don't know if it would be a point of contention, but it would be a conversation. Because now at 34 years old, I have more knowledge. At 25, when I got married, I didn't have the knowledge that I have now. Yeah. Yeah. There's no tax like everybody be like, oh, you get tax breaks from being married and you get this and you get that. No, 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 no. You don't. If I was filing head of household after the end of the fucking year, then I could understand that. I can't have, I can't file head of household no more. I have to file joint. So when I file joint, different shit happens. That that return gets lower, drastically lower. It don't matter how many fucking kids you got, it's lower, nigga. Like there's no there, there's no crazy tax breaks for being married. That's what the fuck they tell us 
to get us to sign that fucking paper so the fucking government could be in our business. Of course. We could have had the ceremony. We could have had the ceremony the same way. You could have we could have all dressed up the same. We could have did everything the same way, but not sign that fucking piece of paper, and the government would never fucking be the wiser. We just two people that live in the same house. Like, come the fuck on with that bullshit. Like now at 34 years old. That would definitely be a conversation. Like, hey, how about we do all this shit and not sign paperwork and you still get a ring? Like, it's the same shit. That fucking piece of paper didn't make me love my wife anymore. It didn't make me more committed to her. Like, as a man, not even as a man, as a human, if you decide to step out on your relationship, you're going to do that whether you're married or not. Unless you're governed by your, your, your religion. Well, if you're governed by your religion, you might not step out. But nine times out of ten, if you're going to step out of a marriage or a relationship, you're going to do it whether you sign that piece of paper or not. Exactly. And I just... I found my video, by the way, so we're going to circle back to that in a minute. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. When a man does not feel appreciated in the area of his presence, he becomes a version of a man that he can give you and still survive. And I promise you, you will not like that version. That version of him is silent, frustrated, sharp with his words, short-tempered. How many of y'all been getting that lately? Non-communicative? Because he has to become something that he can survive in. When a- the gist of that is when a woman's not happy, Relationships over. When a man's not happy, we change we our entire being. We change our entire being, like he said. We change our entire being. We morph into something else that we can survive in this relationship. Our first instinct they are oh, I ain't I ain't happy. So let's just that should be it's over. Let's get divorced, let's break up, let's split up all the shit. You can have a dog, we can take the kids on weekend. Like men don't generally do that. At the drop of unhappiness, will morph into something. And really, what he was saying in my mind, just in my mind, I don't know if y'all will agree with this or not. In my mind, when he was saying I'll morph into something that that can survive, that's morphing into something that's gonna make her happy. Yeah, yes. I'm gonna be sharp with my words, I'm gonna be non-communicative, but I'm going to be a type of person that you can now feel quote unquote happy with. Yeah, I'm, I'm no longer gonna front. be myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm no longer going to be myself. Yeah. We'll um, change to keep y'all happy. Y'all don't, that's a, generally speaking, y'all do not do that for us. Yeah, pretty Hell much. No. It's, it's always about a man what's changing the, his ways. What's you, the, you can't what's say the, that. What's the name of the episode? Pretty girls don't listen, bro. Yeah. yeah they, they, but when, if, when they lose their looks, now they kind of have to. Um, <laughs> I'm That's real something. shit. Girls, when they, like women, when they get older, when they start getting into their 40s and 50s, that's when they start getting a little bit more agreeable. That's when they get start getting a little bit more submissive. When you yeah. when you young and you sexy and everything tight and your titties sit where they supposed to and your ass look nice and all that shit, yeah. y'all oh, got yeah. all the mouth in the world. Y'all don't want to hear nothing we got to say. But oh, as soon yeah. as those looks start going away, then y'all want to listen. Then y'all want a nigga to lead y'all. Then y'all want a nigga to give y'all security. What the oh. fuck was that in your 30s when I was trying to wife your stupid ass? But guess what? <laughs> Sorry, game over. Um, 
I'm going to tell y'all something. I don't know if I've ever told y'all this, but Probably I was good. about... <laughs> nope. Um, oh, shit. When I was about 22 or so, maybe 23, I actually considered doing it. I, I had thought about it, and I, I I was thinking about doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually thought about proposing to the individual that I was dealing with at the time. Um, oh, the one that hurt you? Yep. You can say the one who gave me the truth about life. Um, oh, it so the one been that hurt the, you. It would have been the worst decision I've... It, it would have been so... It would have been the worst decision I've ever made. It, it, it would have been the worst decision I've ever made. And it's like, yeah, but that's going back to what you said, going back to what you said, Brandon, it's like what you know now versus what you did at 19, very different. You're a different person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know more. Like, you're not, let me be respectful here. You're not going to be as open to certain things that you may have then. You may you know, you go kind of like, hold on now, like you know. Oh yeah, it'd definitely be more conversations that would have happened before we got married. It it wouldn't have been so much love focused more so business focused. Yeah. Um, Because that's really what it is. Because you're a different person. Marriage is a business. You're a different person and you have more than you did at 19. You always say I was a bum. Right, I was, and you're not, and you're not now. Like that, you've established yourself. You've accomplished some things. You've, you've made your way and came up in life. So it's like it's going to be different. You're not going to be so as eager to jump into that as you were. You're not. You may still do it, but you're going to go into it with a lot more information and a lot more uh, concerns that have to be addressed before you do it. And um. I'm I'm so glad that like I didn't do it because it would have been the worst thing because I was operating off of love and feelings versus what made sense. Yeah, and it's like when when you when you go back and you look at it like like I said hindsight twenty twenty like when you go back and you start at least for myself when I go back and look at the decisions that I made up until this point. With any women, any woman that I dealt with, it was all based off of that shit. It was all based off of feelings and all that shit. Like, I didn't realize that, you know, what? So our 10-year wedding anniversary is next year. So the, the dope thing about it is next year will be our 15th year being together as well. So okay. not only have I been married for 10 years, I've been with my wife for going on 15 years. So the stuff that I learned in 15 years with anybody is a long fucking time. And you realize that the the initial infatuation, that fades. That initial uh, um, enamor that you have for each other, that Mm -hmm. shit fades. All that shit fades. And if you're not prepared to deal with what comes after that, your life is going to be filled with a whole bunch of bullshit. Like, I'm not going to go into details about this situation, but there was a point in me and in, in me and my wife's relationship where we contemplated breaking up. We didn't know it. Like, we were both on the on. We were both having the same thoughts, 
but never verbalized it. And there was there was an apex or a climax. I'm sorry. I know what you're talking about. I want to actually talk to you about that in private off camera because I I have a question about that. Um, Okay, go ahead. Um, There was a climax moment. And this was. As I said, hindsight 2020, this was one of those moments looking back where it was like, if this would have went bad, we would have been divorced. Had we not did what we did when we did it. There would be no perfect family man. Like that would not exist if this climactic moment did not happen. It was that important in our relationship and we didn't even realize it was that important at the moment. We were just beefing. And we we did what we did, but we was beefing at that moment. And once we got done with it and moved on and you know what I'm saying? All that shit, and you know what I'm saying? We in a better place now than I think we've been in a while. Or not in a while, but I think we're in a better place now than even when we started. We understand each other more. More conversations happen. More situations have happened. You know what I'm saying? Go back to episode, what was that, Bobby Six? Was that episode six where I cried? Uh, yep. Go back to episode six. Mm-hmm. Listen to that story again. Like, so many things have happened since that moment that I have a newfound respect for my wife, a newfound trust in my wife, a newfound, a, a newfound love in my wife. Like there's so many more things that I think about her now that I didn't even think that I could even build upon because of that one moment. That one moment changed the way that I looked at my wife. And had it not happened the way it happened, it ain't no fucking telling where we'd be today. So it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, she's the anomaly in my original, you know what I'm saying? On topic anyway, if we're go if we go back to topic with the Tom Brady shit. Um she's the anomaly. She's not she's not the general. She's the exception to the rule. She's not the rule, she's the exception. So when we go th- what I mean by that is it's never if she's unhappy the house is unhappy. If she's unhappy, I'm not happy. Like there's none of that. Like she has her feelings, I have my feelings. We meet in the middle, we discuss things, we, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Everybody had a beefs. Everybody had a arguments, all that shit come with a relationship. But the place that we are at now is one of understanding and one of comprehension. And that's one thing that I think that nobody gets in in, in relationships. Like we played a clip here, I don't even remember when it was months ago. We played a clip and said you have to talk to people how they hear, not how you hear, not how you speak. You have to speak with people for comprehension. If they can't comprehend what you are saying, it don't matter what the fuck you're saying. Yeah, they're not going to hear it. It's not going to be received well. Exactly. If at all. And we've reached that point. Like, I mean, obviously, to you know, throw a little goofy joke in there. Like, if I'm talking about anime or video games or some shit like that, ain't too much comprehension. But when we get into serious relationship shit, there's comprehension on both sides. 
Like, it's not just, hey, this is how I'm feeling. Oh, well, I don't feel that way. Next. Like, we don't do that shit. So I think, you know, with with, with Tom and Giselle, I think, I think at some point they lost that. I think at some point they lost that. And I think it, it, it kind of ties back to what you were saying, E, of him always being on the road, always being out. Like, the life of a pro athlete is the life of a pro athlete, and everybody knows what it entails. And it's not a lot of home time. It's not a lot of quality time. It's not a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like, she has to fill up her time without her husband there. Mm, yeah. Um, That's so, tough. That's tough problem. to ask somebody to do. Here's the problem, and, and I don't know if I said it, but she has a problem with him gone all the time, correct? Yeah. Okay. She would have a problem if he was home all the time as well. Yeah. Definitely. So. There is no the, middle ground. So what does that mean? There is no middle ground. What, what does I no mean middle by, ground mean? What I mean by that is you are never going to find you know what i ain't even just gonna put it on women you're never going to find a man or a woman that is going to be okay with one or the other no man is going to be happy if his if his wife is always gone and i only see you for two months out the year or whenever you're home for work like if we're in tampa bay then i get to see you you know what I'm saying? For the week that y'all practicing, you come home and see me, but then you got to leave at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to OTAs and all of this other shit. You got to go to the gym and do this and do that. And then I get to get I get to nurse you back to health fucking Sunday evening when you get home and you all battered up because you took six sacks today. You know what oh. I'm saying? Yeah, big pause. <laughs> um, but now I got to nurse you back to health. So now I can't even, I can't even be, a, a um, we can't be a couple because you're hurting. You got ice. You got to go take an ice bath or you icing down your knee or you like that's, it's 20 years in bro. Like Tom Brady's breaking down. Like he don't get hit a lot, but as far as a quarterback goes, Tom, like they've always spent money on their old line. So Tom Brady don't get hit a lot. But 20 years in a physical sport, bro, you got some injuries that are never going to heal. That's a barbaric sport. It's going to beat you up. Yeah. So you coming home and I got to help you ice your knee or I got to make sure you take your shots or your pills or whatever the fuck the case may be. So, no, I'm never going to be okay with you being gone as much as you're gone. But I'm never I'm also not going to be okay with you being here. And I think that's one of those. We can take this off of Brady and Giselle. They they have figured that shit out. Um, this is just general conversation now. Um, I think that the notion of we hear it more from our side because women are the ones that complain about it the most. Where it's, oh, well, you know, you either want a man with money or you want a man with time. And nine times out of ten, you don't want a man with time because if he got time, he ain't got money. If he got money, he ain't got time. The problem with that is nobody's going to be okay in the middle. Nobody's going to be okay with a motherfucker that always got time for you and always got money to give you because it's overstimulation. 
it it don't work like that. It's overstimulating. Like you gotta be like people don't understand that you gotta be you in a relationship. You gotta have your own shit. If you always got time for me when I want you to have time for me, and you always have money for me when I need money, or you know what I'm saying, that's never gonna that's gonna get that's when the staleness comes. It's it's not gonna work. Like not gonna work. if I got a whole bunch of money and you know what I'm saying, my the house paid off, she got a brand new 2022, the kids is in private school, we ain't gotta worry about money or nothing like that. But I'm only home once a week. It's gonna cause friction, but we gotta work through that as a couple. But on the other hand, if Brandon is sitting at home every motherfucking day, Brandon's a gamer. So the house, the other side of that is Brandon's at home all the fucking time. He worked maybe two, three hours a day, four hours a day. I see this motherfucker when I leave for work. I see this motherfucker when I get home. I go to sleep with this motherfucker and. When like when are you gonna go do some shit for you? Why do I see you all the fucking time? Because women, women, generally speaking, want a man. If you're not already at the precipice, you got to be working towards it. Always, you got to be working towards. And if you ain't working towards something, that's something. a the, the quickest way to lose a woman's interest. I don't give a fuck how 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 quote unquote handsome you are. I don't give a fuck what your six pack look like. I don't give a fuck how big your dick is. If you are not working towards something to financially stabilize your wife's fucking lifestyle, she is going to leave you. That's just going to happen. And on the women's side, the women's side is 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 uh, physical. Ours is the physical shit. What we want out of our women is physical. I want you to fuck me because I want you to fuck me. I want you to be pretty. I want you to be feminine. I want you to be agreeable when I bring up something. I want you to be submissive when I bring up something. And people be fucking forgetting what the fuck submissive means. Submissive mean don't mean slave. That don't mean listen to everything I got to say. But when I say something, if it like you need to take that shit into account. Trust me that and people don't even think about the perks of being a submissive woman. Like, women don't even... Pretty girls don't fucking listen. Like, y'all don't understand what the fucking perks are to having a man that's masculine enough that's gonna lead your family. You know how much pro, you know how much shit that takes off of you? You ain't never gotta worry about paying a fucking bill. You ain't never gotta worry about making hard decisions. You ain't never gotta worry about fucking where your next meal coming from. Being a submissive woman is more than just letting your man take the lead. You get so many perks from being a submissive woman because a man is automatically going to be more attracted to you if you are submissive, agreeable, and feminine. That's just how that works. If you have a masculine personality and I come to you with something as a woman and I'm like, oh, yeah, I would love if you would, you know what I'm saying, put on some lingerie or I would love if you would this or I would love if you would that and you come back with some nah, bruh. Or, nah, like, nah, like, cut that bullshit. Do that shit with your friends. Like, when you come into this house, I want to see my wife. I don't want to see one of the homies. Like, we can be friends. You're my wife. I want to be your friend. But don't come at me like I'm one of the homies. Don't bruh me. Don't, you know what I'm saying? All of that, all, all of that, uh, 
independent shit that y'all be y'all be screaming. Y'all be screaming that shit with niggas that's paying y'all bills. How the fuck you independent if you if that nigga paying your bills? Like one of the craziest you know, one of the craziest bars I heard in the past couple weeks, right? I listened to that Meg album. One of the craziest bars I heard, bro. She said, purse so what she say, bag so expensive, the pussy come with it. I'm like, this is what y'all doing? Bag so expensive, the pussy come with it. This is what you want to teach the youth of America? The people that look up to you as a fucking role model? This is what you want to teach them. That if a nigga got enough money to buy you a motherfucking Michael Kors, the pussy come with it? Like, if you a prostitute, just fucking say that, bro. Like, we make this make this situation a whole lot easier. If I got to buy you, just tell me that. Like, women always come with that bullshit of why is money the first thing men always leave with? Because that's the shit that y'all want. You don't want me for my mind. You don't want me for how intelligent I am. You don't want me for my business acumen. You want me for security and safety. The two things that's going to add to that is fucking money. So, yeah, I'm going to show you that I got 500 racks in the bank. Yeah, I'm going to show you that I got a fucking Lambo in the motherfucking garage. Yeah, I'm going to show you that I own 50% of fucking Samsung or some shit like that. I'm going to leave with money because I know that's what the fuck turn y'all on. Me being a smart nigga don't turn you on. Me being intelligent don't turn you on. Me being a hustler don't turn you on. But if I show you my fucking bank account, I guarantee you, you're going to drop that shit. I don't give a fuck what I look like. Have y'all niggas ever seen Bill Gates? That's an ugly white boy. He got a wife. Used to. Used to have a wife. My bad. I'm done with my rant. I didn't even know I was going to go on a rant. I'm done, though. Alrighty. Bobby, you ever proposed to a girl? I have. Oh, how'd that work out for you? Uh, little goofy bitch cheated on me. Well, was about to cheat on me, and I found out, so I left her. <laughs> Do you um now with the information that you have, would you still propose? Minus the cheating. If you take the cheating aspect out of it, and it was whenever that happened for you, would you would you still propose with to how her? you felt about her then? To her? Yeah. If the cheating's yeah, taken out of it. Nah. Nah. We weren't right for each other. You were just trying to make the best out of a bad situation type shit. I was trying to do what I thought was supposed to be done. You oh, know, that, no. that's the that's the shut up, Everett. I that was I'm with somebody for so long. It's supposed to be, yeah, you get married and this, that, and the third. And uh, make an honest woman out of this you know, her, 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 her. I thought it was the right thing. I thought it was the Fantastic. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I, I know. I'm fantastic. No, I, I, hey, no, we've all done it. Like, oh, seven. I, yeah. I'm, I'm joking, but I'm, I'm just as guilty. I've, 
Now, it's I, just, I, I know you're joking with me. But. You look back and it's like, you glad you didn't. It's like, that would have been some dumb shit. It would have been, been another no, statistic. I, I got a ring and everything. Like, I ain't even have enough money for a ring. So what the fuck was I thinking I could purchase I didn't a either. woman? <laughs> I, 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 I think it was ring. The ring only costed uh, like $900, some shit like that. Uh, but that's probably hey, all yo. the money you had. That's probably all the money you had. I wasn't making shit but $10 an hour. Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm sorry, $10 an hour, you don't have enough money to purchase a woman. Not at full price. <laughs> I ain't know that. Well, you know it now, but you didn't know. It's like shit, nigga. I, I'm up here trying to, like, maybe I could finance a, a, a motherfucking ring or some shit. Like, and I didn't know you could do that at the time. I thought I didn't know you could finance, but I was thinking I didn't like, either. I had no idea they, about credit. I was trying to afterpay before it was afterpay. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be buying me a new, uh, a new uh, wedding ring here soon. Oh, yay. Well, I upgraded hers at Christmas, so it's my time. Oh, she going to buy you a new wedding ring? No, I'm going to buy me one. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? What What for? You know, I I'll be, ha- be having a problem with that. They ring costs so much money, and you get some little $80 aluminum foil. No. Once again, my wife is the exception, not Double the rule. <laughs> my wife is the exception, not the rule. And that's, I'm going to just leave it at that because I don't even want to put too much of our business out there. She is the exception, not the rule. Um, I, thought, I thought she was going to be like this. She the exception. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to walk some shit back, man. Uh-oh. I got to walk some shit back. Backpedal time. Damn. Um, that Wayne and Ross verse is not that bad. Who, Who said it was? When we talked you about it, it la- when we talked about it last week, we didn't say we didn't say it was bad. My initial reaction to the, I think I was a prisoner of the moment. That's where I'll say, because on initial, on my first listen, I put on um I put on Facebook. Uh, Khaled set Wayne and Ross up for a drive-by. That was my initial reaction to it because we've never heard I think probably since Grammy Family is the last time we heard Hove go for that long without a course somewhere. Like, when's the last time you heard Hove go for five minutes? On somebody else's shit? Mm-mm. On anybody's yeah, shit, yeah, without a course, without a course, or you know what I'm saying, a, a song structure um, or something like that. Uh, four, four, four. I don't know. I, Grammy I, family. I mean, I know he gave Pusha like 30 bars on Drug Dealers Anonymous, but even that wasn't like this. That wasn't yeah. this. Shit. That wasn't yeah. this. That was not this. That was a whole song. Like That was a song. You know what? Shout out to Partyville. Shout out to Partyville. Go check, go check out my sons and his uh his homeboy Jason. We had them on uh, we had them uh our episode called Normal Party. Um they released a, a, a video last week and their the the name of the video was um is this verse of the year? Does Jay-Z have verse of the year? 
Um, and they listened to the whole song, and you know what I'm saying? They gave their opinions on it. So shout out to Partyville. Did they um, listen to the whole song on on the pot? Yeah. We're going to talk about that off mic because I got oh, some okay. ideas. We're going to talk about it off mic. I saw some shit that I, I need. we need to talk about. I was waiting. I actually wanted to call a a, a, um, a conference call, but I forgot. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, they listened to the whole song and they reviewed it. And I'm sitting there and I'm re-listening. Like, I'm re-listening because by, th- by this time, I had already heard the song like 10 fucking times. Like, I rewinded Jay's verse probably 100 times, but the song in its entirety, like it's probably like my fourth or fifth time hearing it in its entirety and listening to them Ross, like listening to what Ross and Wayne are saying, that shit's different. Like Wayne Ross and Wayne ain't no slouches. I mean, you know, Wayne is one nope. of the ghosts, but I think people sleep on Ross. Absolutely. Like, a lot of people he, sleep on Ross. He, you know, he's a ghostwriter for a lot of these people. Like, yeah. He, he Ross ain't no slouch. He can hold his own with a Wayne and a Jay. He, yeah, he has many times. Like people the, sleep on Ross, man. And, and, the, Ross. and you know, over the past couple of weeks of you know seeing reactions and shit like that, a couple people have made this point. There's a reason that it's Ross and Wayne on that fucking track we have. Because who else could hold their own with, Wayne, with with Jay? I mean, there's a couple of them that can, but right, I mean, who better? Who better? Should I have said? Who better to hold their own with um with Jay? Yeah, because my 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 mentality originally was this could have just been a Jay song. Y'all could have just turned the beat on and let Jay just go. Right. And I would have been cool with that. Just give me five minutes of, of that shit. Like turn the beat on, Khaled say your God did shit, your intro, do all that shit, and then just let Hove go. And that's the fucking song. There, but I am glad for the song that we got. I'm really I am. glad for the song that we got. I really like the song that we got. So, with, Wayne and, with Wayne and Ross. Right. Um, and yeah, that that's definitely that was one of those songs where it's like it's crazy. It, it's real crazy the shit that they was getting off in that song. All three of them. It was crazy the shit they was getting off. Um yeah. But it, le- it it led me to a question, um, which is, what does DJ Khaled do? Uh, he gets the hottest people at the moment, and you put them together on songs. Does he make beats? Yeah, he co-produces. Uh, it, it, he okay, this, and then he makes compilation CDs out of that compilation album. But you know what? I think all. I think all producers co-produce um, to some effect. They all have damn near admitted that they have like producing camps where it's like four or five niggas and they got no name. And I took his drums and took his piano. I took his strings and I did X, Y, and Z. Like the only niggas yeah. that like the niggas that we hold up there, like the Pharrell's of the world, the, 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 the Dre's, the JD's, like hit boy, boy one, like there's niggas in that in that in that category, but they all to some extent co-produce. I I get that now, but I do we think do you think I believe I'll I'll give my opinion on that. I believe that they do that 
because they probably don't have time to make beats all on their own now. I think all the people you just named had to start out doing that shit by themselves. They had to start from somewhere. At one, yeah. at one point in time, they were the no-name dudes and were yeah. trying to make a name for themselves. I, yeah, I, I got to throw yeah in there, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep, the mad they, rapper. Hell, Ye was uh, fucking co-producer for Joe Blaze, wasn't he? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, well, at least that's what he said at the end of the... Um, well, Blueprint was a coming out party. Okay. Well, that was Ye's, that was Ye's coming out party, producer-wise. Blueprint was Ye's coming out party because he produced half and just blazed the other half. He he said on the end of that one song, um, here's to the rock that he was helping just blaze do beats. Like yeah, I believe that. I believe it. Yeah, I can believe it too. Knowing what I know now, I can believe it. Yeah. And that's what's so crazy now about this information age is you start getting more information and you be like, man, these like not to say that these niggas genius ain't they genius, but you understand it a little bit more, like, oh, okay, that's why you went so crazy from 2000 to 2003. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you start realizing how many niggas that's out now, like the hot the the, the super dope producers now. Was in these niggas' camps, and you'd be like, "Oh, okay, you I had." Still hurt the Scott Storch produced still DRE. Yeah, I'm not so like, butthurt. I'm not so butthurt about Jay Z writing the song because we know Dre, Dre don't write his own raps for real. Dre can't rap. Yeah, but I, I did expect for him to do that beat though. Well, yeah. he hey, hold on, hold on, I gotta clarify that he didn't actually do the beat. Even he'll say. He uh, did the piano. He did the piano. He did the keys. The piano. But that, he did the but, keys. Hey, that's the entire beat. The, key, the keys is what set it that's off, the though. the most prominent part of the beat. Yeah, but even he wouldn't say he did the beat. He, He's he why the beat is known. Let's say okay. that. Yeah. Um, okay, but to me, like. It's not to, fair to just say he did the whole thing. Yeah. And it, I mean, yeah, but I do agree with Bobby, though. Like, to me, Still, Dre, that's Scott Storch beat. I don't care what the credits say. Scott Storch is the reason why Still Dre is Still Dre. Yeah. Okay. So Scott Storch. Like, it still would have been dope. Bloom, 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 bloom. Does that? Does that remember part of the beat? Let me ask you a question. Does that make you look at Dre any different? You got it Scott Storch no, doing the beat. No, Dre is still my favorite producer of all look, time. Look, I just said he, I was butthurt that I found out that Scott Storch did that beat because you know that beat. was one of Dre's biggest hits. And then Jay-Z writing the song. It's yeah, like... But Dre wasn't... Dre, Dre wasn't... Jay's not known for his rapping ability. Yeah, you know, he, he, he shouldn't be. None of these producers are. Jay yeah, I know. Um, I don't think... I don't think Dre ever wrote a rhyme in his life. Probably not. And that's fine, but I don't... No, I don't think think he has either because none of his shit, like... (laughs) It's fucked up as this is gonna sound. I know they shit in NWA. It's it's fucked up as... (laughs) Right. It's fucked up as it's gonna sound. As hard as... As hard as some of Dre... The shit that Dre be saying, I don't think his mind could come up with that. Some of the shit he says and some of those, like some of them classic songs, you can't tell me that Dr. Dre wrote that shit. Oh, yeah. You can't. Um, Eminem definitely wrote uh, Forgot About Forgot Dre. Forgot About Dre, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on now. You can tell. 
Bro, and one, that's what's so fucked up. Like, one more I fucked up. I can fuck rap. You can have it back. Yeah, yeah like that was that was an M flow. But yeah, what's yeah. so crazy is when you look at the JDs. In the cabbage patch. Come on, man. That was all M. <laughs> when you look at the JDs, the Puffs, the the Dre's, the Yays, like it's certain niggas that you can look at and you can be like, nigga, I know somebody wrote that for you. You I can hear them. Like, listen to Steel Dre again. You can hear Jay. You know who I, a producer I think right there on raps? For real. I think he Uh, might write his. Yeah, I think think Pharrell might write write his his own. Push ain't writing that shit. Push is not writing that. (laughs) Push ain't writing that. No, no, nobody's nobody's blown away by Pharrell's raps, though. It ain't exactly. That's why I believe that Pharrell is writing his own shit. Yeah. Um, probably Timbaland too. Yeah. Yeah, I think Missy exactly. was writing his shit. Well, no, I think Missy wrote some of his shit. Oh, you know what? Uh, like, that or uh, uh, Magoo. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do Timbaland like that. Love to love to love you, love you, love you. <laughs> Don't do Timbaland like that. Magoo was tritted in it ass. Uh, have y'all seen that list? What is oh yeah we got way off of Cali. Um I personally think I think I think what Khaled does I think what Khaled does is took what DJ Clue and DJ Drama I'm just I'm naming the big names. Obviously there's a whole bunch of people that do that shit. I think he took Clue and Drama and made it mainstream. Clue tapes and gangster grills, but he made it mainstream. Does Clue still do that? Like no, no Clue on uh Clue on Power 105 now. Yeah, he I think he got a radio oh, show. Yeah, yeah, he on Power 105. Um but yeah, that's what I think that Khaled does. All he did, like, think about a clue tape or a gangster grills. Like DJ Drama is still doing gangster grills, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He just got a Grammy for one, or he got a or uh the one he did with uh Tyler. Ah, okay. It was Tyler's album, but it was technically a Gangsta Grills. Gangsta Grizzles. Um, shout out DJ Drama, man. He's, for sure. Yeah, uh, and he was on Rory and Maul talking about he want all the smoke with Khaled. I saw that. I saw oh, a clip what? of that. He said he want. Uh, Drama said he wants to smoke with all the smoke with Khaled. He was. Uh, Rory asked Context. him. He was like, "So who well, you think would smoke versus smoke?" Oh, okay. He's talking uh, about versus. You talking about okay. versus. Um, oh, okay. oh yeah, I would put him up against Khaled. I would. I think he. I think he destroy Khaled. He would. He definitely would. All you gotta do is play dedication two. He played dedication two. Is killing everything Khaled got. Uh, cannon. Uh, all types of trapper die. Like what the fuck? What the fuck was? What Khaled gonna put on when trapper die come on? What is Khaled ain't got nothing. Khaled ain't got nothing to go against trapper die. Come on, Nothing. man. Come Nothing. on, man. Khaled is getting washed. You know what? You know Khaled what I'm... got some hits, but he getting washed by DJ Drama. I'm sorry. That album was hard, though. I ain't gonna say it was hard. Oh. That was the best Khaled album I've heard in a while. Okay. I ain't heard the album yet. Top to bottom? Once. Top to bottom, yeah. that's the best Khaled album I've heard in a while. So it was better than Khaled Khaled? Yes. Okay. Um, the last one that I loved, top to bottom, was... False. Um, was it major key for me? 
Major what, the, key. what major key had on it? I got, I the, got keys. the keys, keys. I got the keys, keys. What else was on there? Um, don't ever play yourself. Uh, I gotta pull it up now. Major oh, key. <laughs> I'm pulling it up. Him saying major key a bunch of times. He did right, say guys. major key a lot. Um, the other single was uh, I shouldn't have to fuck for free with Drake. Ah, uh, um, yeah, that was you, hard. Do me. you mind? Do you mind with Nicki Minaj and uh? I don't remember. Yeah. Nah, I ain't like that album top to bottom. There. I mean, like from the from the first song to the last song. Excuse me. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, shit, it might have been suffering from success. Oh wow! What I want to be with you on there? Yeah, you don't want <laughs> oh, these problems. Blackball, no motive. I'm still. I want to be with you. No friends. Give it all to me. Hell's Kitchen. Never oh. surrender. Mercy Lago. Black. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, no new friends. Okay. I yeah. feel like Pac. Feel like Biggie. That was my shit. Yeah. I think that's the last one that I liked like all the way through. Damn, but that was like 2013. Damn. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So old. Um I mean, let's I mean, if we keep it real, he he pretty much puts out the same album with varying degrees every year. <laughs> um the same compilation, huh? Um, with the same, you just whoever's hot at the time, whoever's you just kind of get them. That's what he do. Um, you know, and that's another reason I think that that's another reason I think DJ Drama will be DJ Khaled. Khaled need the hot motherfuckers. Drama don't. He Wayne ain't been like hot hot since like oh seven oh eight. You know what I mean, twenty thirteen shit like that. But and he's, he's still, still at rapping cool. everybody. Did you hear that thing? Right. Did y'all listen to the DJ album? Was still fucking with Wayne though. He's no, still I still haven't got to it. I'm uh-huh. doubling down. I'm doubling yeah. down on that Jid album. That shit is fire. I haven't heard it yet, but I believe you. I'm doubling down, bro. Jid did his fucking thing, bro. And that Wayne feature was hard. I gotta get my title back, man. That nigga, what? Jid and Wayne back. rapping together? Oh my god. That I'm telling you, that Jid album is fucking it, bro. Like, if you don't listen to nothing else before we talk again, please listen to that Jed album. Because that shit right okay. there, that's right. in I'll heavy rotation. Heavy I'm rotation. Check. I'm going to check out the Forever Story. Um, But yeah, that count. Yo, you know what I need Khaled to do? What's that? I need Khaled to make a reggae album. Oh, yeah. Hey, Holy oh, Mountain. Cool, Holy Mountain, <laughs> I think, was the shit. That holy I, I, I just need him to make a reggae album. He don't miss. That's the only thing Khaled don't miss on is the reggae song. Well, every I mean, single one, but every single one, one I fuck on the with. Album. It's only one on the album. That's what it's I'm saying. Hard. But it's, it go it's... all the way back to the beginning. His first album had a reggae uh, a reggae song on it. It's not gonna happen. Just just take all the songs from all the albums and just put them on one playlist. That's right. That's right. Oh, right I already got them on the playlist. <laughs> okay. That, uh, but you know what? That. He don't miss. He don't miss when he do reggae. That's the yeah. one thing I can say for Khaled is that's the only time that Khaled puts some shit out and I'll be like, all right, this fire. 
And the only thing I don't like off this album is that fucking staying alive shit. I hate that fucking song. A lot of people say that. A lot of people. Say I hate that. that fucking song. <laughs> that shit is so trash to me. Who a lot got of people it? say that. Drake and Lil Drake Baby. And, Drake and Lil wow. Baby. Wow. Exactly. How the two make a trash song? Nigga, it's I not, ran, I ran to that song when it came out. I was like, okay, Khaled coming. Okay, cool. Drake and Baby. Yeah, I'm there. No. It's that fucking. Uh, it's the hook. Yeah, it's the hook. It's, it's, lazy. it's the hook. It's lazy. It's lazy and it's fucking repetitive and it's bullshit and you just copying some shit that came out 30, 40 fucking years ago. It's lazy. I gotta say. I, I hate that shit, bro. That shit pissed me off so bad when I heard that. And because, you know, because I'm a bird, of course, I went straight to fucking YouTube. I ain't even go to fucking Spotify and look for it. I went straight to YouTube to watch the video because he dropped the, the song and the video at the same time. I'm like, all right, let's see what these niggas did. And then, I'm staying alive. That's bullshit the fuck out of here, man. Nobody want to hear that bullshit, Drake. What does Kyla do? Nothing. Uh, he arranges. <laughs> he arranges. <laughs> nobody arranges like Khaled. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. Whether you like the albums or not, I don't know too many people that can get the type of talent that Khaled gets consistently. He and consistently gets, yeah, he consistently gets the best rappers and singers in the fucking world on an album. We ain't heard SZA in like five years, and she's on there with Future singing toxic shit. Oh, so, yeah, I think I heard that. <laughs> bro, like. It's Khaled's a different nigga. Khaled's different. Like I, I don't really like. I don't really. I don't want to say you can't call him an artist because that is an art. Being able to arrange shit like this is an art. I just don't. I don't know what you would call him because I don't know what he does. Like he, he, he co-produces. Like he, he arranges the albums. He gets the best niggas in the world on the albums. Call he gets the, the yeah, like he curates the vibes. There you go, he curates yeah. the vibes. Buzzword. Yeah, um, I, I can't really think of nothing else that he does because that's what he does, and he yeah. does it with the best of them. Exactly. And yes. and track for track, go back to our DJ Khaled versus um, DJ Drama. I don't think Drama can do what Khaled does. No, 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 no. Let's not I mean, that. they're different. No, 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 no. They're listen, so listen, different. listen, listen. Drama, listen. drama equals street DJ Khaled. Khaled. Drama is DJ Khaled for the streets. I I would agree with you, except, except Khaled can get those same niggas on the mainstream. I don't That's think that different. drama could do that. Fucking stand alive. I don't think that drama could do that. I don't, I don't I think, think that drama Khaled has can the go. Same ear. He got, yeah, got a, I, they got different ears. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that, that's just I, it. Dude. I think track Khaled for track, mainstream here. Drama yeah. has more like a street vibe here. Yeah, and I think track for track, I still think drama would destroy Khaled personally because I know DJ Drama's fucking discography. I think he would destroy DJ Khaled in a versus. I just don't think that he could do today what DJ Khaled does on his album. Whatever they may be, because we still can't figure it the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he can do that. Because I think my so my 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 uh my original point, 
I think they do. The, you make a good point, Bobby. He is street DJ Khaled. But I don't think this is me being ignorant. I'm not in the music business. I don't have fuck. I don't know these niggas ties and all that good shit. I don't think that drama could get the caliber of niggas that Khaled can. And make it mainstream and make it sound good. He might be able to get them, but it's going to always be street shit. And, but that's his lane. So, yes. That's exactly yeah. what I think drama would do. As I said, Cal- drama is street DJ Kelly. But everybody, everybody, everybody ain't going to sound good. That's but everybody lane. ain't going to sound good in that street lane. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said so that I don't think sound that... Good in that street lane? I think, but my my the rest of my point was Drama, or not drama, Khaled can go get street niggas and make them sound good on mainstream. I don't think you can get mainstream niggas to go sound street and sound good doing it. Khaled makes street niggas sound good in the mainstream. I don't think that that works vice versa. Yeah, Like, Dirk, yes. Dirk, Dirk became a mainstream nigga. That's a street nigga. Like, if Dirk had a gangster grills, it would go fucking crazy because it's street shit. Yeah, but it don't make sense to do that. You you start at the streets and then you go up. You don't come down to the... That's like Jay-Z making a mixtape now. He ain't got to do that shit. I, I ain't doing that shit. I would Fuck. love to hear... I would love to hear a whole Gangsta Grills. I would love a whole Gangsta Grills. A whole Gangsta Grills? What do you mean? A whole a Gangsta Grills. Okay. Okay. It would be nice. It would be nice. That would be crazy. Not gonna happen. It ain't never gonna happen. Never. But that would be crazy. There's a lot of niggas that I would love to like hear on the Gangsta Grills. And it ain't no it ain't no South niggas. It ain't no South niggas that I want to hear on the Gangsta Grills. Um, I'd I'd go for a J. Cole one. I I'm sure Bobby would. Yeah, yeah I take J. Cole. Listen to that DJ on point. I still just listen to the come up. I still listen to that. That's that's like DJ, that's like J. Cole's Gangster Grills to me. Yeah, to come up is definitely that was his uh bitch I'm here moment. Yeah. That was his first mixtape though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The bit but yeah, okay, shit. yeah, yeah. I get you, I get you. I get that's you. just like so far gone. <clears throat> so far gone with his bitch I'm here moment. Yeah. But it wasn't his first mixtape though. Well, yeah, yeah, the comeback season, but who really yeah. knows anything from that? I do shit. That one where he Bobby did that did. Alicia Keys shit, uh, Unbreakable, where he was talking about how he was um, laundering money and shit. Like it was a, it was a bunch of tracks <sighs> over. I like. I knew about. Was he la- was he laundering money while he was in that wheelchair on Degrassi? <laughs> <laughs> All You're right, let's ass. get the fuck. <laughs> Probably. You're an let's asshole. Get the- <laughs> hey, Everett, mark what we didn't talk about so we can get to it next week. I shall. Um, I shall. We can get the fuck out of here. Um, uh, do we got any announcements? Oh, our Twitch is live. Our Twitch is live. Um, I finally set up our Twitch. Um, we are actually live over there right now. If you're watching on Twitch, hey, how you doing? Um, we don't get comments from y'all, so I have to check that shit later. Um, Bing would be the one to know the fucking come up. The come up. See? Because Bing no good music. Nah, Bing no... Wakanda. Um, oh, wow. Damn. Why? Are, why, why? Why? Wow, right. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. Why? Why I love because I love fucking with our fans. I love fucking with our fans. It is Crazy. great. It is fucking great. Normal convos pod. Well, mm. we 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 here to come up. That I still listen to that shit. Matter of fact, it's and my favorites on my albums. I'll show you right now. Um. Yeah. Our twitches. Our twitches live. Um. I did do a three hour video a couple days ago. Um, I was playing Tom Clancy's um, what the fuck is that game called? Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Um, I was playing that with the homie uh, Tex. Shout out to uh, at Green. Um, so yeah, our Twitch is live. Um, me and Bobby, whenever we get a chance, we'll be going live. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. What the fuck? (laughs) It's a game streaming platform. It's for streaming, really, because YouTube ain't really for streaming. Yeah, YouTube isn't for gaming. Like yeah, YouTube isn't designed for gaming platform to be a gaming platform. Twitch is a Twitch is YouTube for gamers. How about that? Except you can go live on it a whole lot easier. You don't need fucking a hundred followers or whatever the fuck it is to go live on Twitch. On YouTube, yeah. Um, but again, Twitch is active. Um, every chance meet or you know, whenever me and Bobby have the time, we will go live and stream what we are playing at the moment. Um, now that Bobby is home, um, we will resume conversations about our. We will resume conversations about um, the Street Fighter tournament. Um, so be looking out for you know news on that. Now that we have our Twitch up and running, we'll be able to do it differently than we were actually planning it the first time. Uh, I think that might be it. Y'all got any announcements or anything? I do. I just something I got to say. Uh, hey, shouts out to y'all, but I want to give an especially big shout out to the pod father, my nigga Brandon. I don't know if y'all realize this, but look at this background. Look at this banner on the bottom. Look at the taglines and the closing. All that's due to my guy right there fucking with this, making it all come together. Because we done came a long way from just three niggas just on the screen. You know, first we was audio, then we became visual. We was just three niggas just talking. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, it's my turn. Hey, it's my turn to talk. Okay, next ring. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to give a shout out to you for the work that you do on here and making sure we look good. You know, we making sure, you know, the little, even a little, uh, our logo up at the top. Y'all don't realize like how much work this takes. And he's real good with the tech tech stuff and made it all. Cause we didn't even hard for like, I don't think we had our names at the bottoms at first. I, I don't think we, nah, did, we did. We was, See? we, it was raw as fuck the first couple episodes. See? We was bum ass struggle streaming ass niggas but i just want to give a shout out for you for making us look good and somewhat decent on the platform and at least you know look making us look good man so i just want yeah. to give a shout out to you my guy yeah i appreciate you i appreciate you Chill. that's my pod daddy you so stupid I, I i knew it was coming nah everything comes with anybody that meets me in public and asks me how i'm doing usually the first thing out my mind is i'm trying to get rich so I'm putting the work in. Like I don't I don't mention Matose visuals for fun. 
I don't mention the pod everywhere I go for fun. I don't mention Cuff the Curve for fun. Um, I'm legit trying to take everybody somewhere. If I got to be a worker, I'll be a worker. If I got to be a boss, I'll be a boss. If I got to be a co-boss, I'll be a co-boss. Whatever the fuck it takes. Like, I'm trying to make my life easier. Or at least more sustainable. I'm sick of living check to check. So, you know, I appreciate you, E. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. No problem. No problem. You're making um, us look good. Oh. Yeah. Bobby, you got anything? Nope. <laughs> All right. Aww. Hey. Thank you, well, yeah. Pod Daddy, for making us look good. <laughs> well, yeah, we can get out of here. Um, uh, Bobby, shout outs? Any shout outs? Uh, shout out to y'all. Nope. Damn, you're right. Yep, you're right. I know. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out to the little goofy bitch that I proposed to when she uh, wanted to cheat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to the fans and the listeners and shit. You already know. You, we 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 still ain't did taglines yet. I was gonna do the shout, do those shout outs. Uh, e, you got any shout outs? I already shouted you out, my guy. Okay. Uh, but you know, hey, shout yeah. out to everybody that supported us from day one. Everybody who contributes um, regularly. Um, you know, shouts out to Franchet. Uh, shouts out to Bean. Shouts out yep. to uh, Mufaro. Uh, Soul, uh, Annie, uh, CL, uh, Pastor Bendover, everybody who just gave us so much overwhelming support each and every week. Um, and I'm forgetting yeah. some people, don't it's not malicious or nothing, but just thank Blame you, it you on know. the head, not the heart, right? For sure, it, it's nothing malicious, you know. Thank you to everybody, and uh, you know, without y'all, what the fuck we here for, right? For sure, um. Again, shout out to uh, Matose Visuals. Um, Cuff the Curve coming soon. Uh, we're actually booking our first event here soon. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Go follow um, Cuff the Curve. Uh, go follow Cuff the Curve on Instagram. Um, uh, MatoseVisuals.com. You can follow, you can get all of the information there as well. Uh, we're still we're still casting for uh season two. So go sign up if you want to be featured on the um, featured on the next season of Cuff to Curve. Um, ACS Productions, we appreciate y'all. Um, Annie specifically. Curve right now. Uh, Annie specifically. Um, I know Everett already shouted you out, but uh, Annie specifically has. She is the reason that we are so. She's the reason why I took the time to learn Streamyard. The reason that we are live on so many platforms right now is directly related to us being on um, the QWOP episode. For sure, um, for sure. Extreme gratitude for that. Thank yeah, you, Pop and, Mama. And, you stupid. Uh, and that first episode, uh, we love the vibe of just being on screen so much. Uh, we changed our entire format infrastructure. The whole infrastructure, the whole format changed that day. Um, we had a meeting afterwards, and I was talking to Annie almost every day trying to get this shit working the way that we wanted it to work. And then I just kind of had to find out all the other shit behind the scenes. So 
Uh, special shout out to Annie. She definitely helped me, you know, get this shit together. Um, hey, CL. Hey, CL. Um, How you CL, doing? our pod sister, Pussy Talks podcast. Check that shit out, of course. Our pod auntie. Um, and they have been doing, I did want to give a shout out to CL though on, on some real shit, uh, because CL actually has been doing, um, open mics on Fridays and she has been fo- featuring our guy, Demontre, the poet. Um, so definitely, shout definitely shout out Demontre. Thank you, CL, for giving our guy that fucking platform to be able to share his words. Thank you. Very um, much. I talked. I, I talked about her a lot. Of course, shout out to my wife, because, I mean, she gave up a year, of our basement for me and these two niggas to be able to start this shit, um, and she gives it up every Sunday for me to come down here and do this. So, shout out to my wife, of course. Uh, uh, but that's it for me. Uh, we can Don't do taglines. We can get the fuck out of here. Shorter, man. I know, right? What? Mm-hmm. What? But yeah, we can do taglines. We can get the fuck out of here. Anime and video games are life. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. Hey, self-improvement is the key. Those that say you won't are just afraid of the fact that you will. Wipe front to back. You forgot one. You forgot one um, one that you used to do. It said, um, when it comes to your attention, be um, be a stingy dealer with high prices. God damn. Shouts out to me, even though I don't remember saying that shit, but I love it. Yeah, I'm letting the whole applause play out on that because that's real. <laughs> we just said a lot of shit in this past little year and a half, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going back and listening to the old episode. Y'all going to hear a lot of old shit come back up. Yeah, I hope we ain't. Yeah, I, I hope we ain't. Uh, I'm bringing that shit back. It was fire. <laughs> I remember that's that. Like, fire why you stop saying that? That's fire. Yeah. I, uh, damn. What? <laughs> Bobby is on you. Uh, shout, um, anime and video games are life. Shout out to my kings and queens out there. Keep striving to be excellent because y'all already are. Shout out to the fans, the listeners, anybody who support us, um, <clears throat> anybody who, who uh, commented, Listen, um, like, share, subscribe, all that good shit. You know what I mean? Anybody who took the time to fuck with us, thank you, thank you so very much. Because without it ain't without y'all, there's no us. So, and facts, there's no there's no growth in your there's no comfort in your growth zone. There's no growth in your comfort zone. If it doesn't scare you, you're too comfortable. Get out your comfort zone and grow. And finally, you can be. You can make millions or you can make excuses. You cannot do both. Shout out Uncle Phil. All right, um, No one wants what no one wants. Facts. Um, education is elevation. Facts. When the facts change, I revert, reserve the right to change my mind. Facts. Um, I'm humble enough to know that I'm replaceable. I'm cocky enough to know that it's a fucking downgrade. Mm. And as usual... Every conversation that's normal is not a normal conversation. Focus on your account, not your edges. Facts. There's a thin line between protecting your peace and avoiding accountability. God damn. Why did I stop saying that? You that, forgot. You feel me? You feel me? Like all these good ones, we just don't even say. There is a thin line. 
There is a very thin line between protecting your peace and avoiding accountability. Man, thank you, Bobby, for reminding God us of these bars. Damn. Thank I you, gotta, Bobby. See, remember when I said we need to start writing down shit and y'all niggas clown me for it? This yeah. is why. When did I clown you? <laughs> when I first brought it up, you will find it. It's on one of them damn episodes. When I first okay. brought it up, y'all clown me about it. I was like, we need to start writing down our AKAs and our fucking uh, taglines and shit. This is why. Uh, I, mean, I agree with that. I remember that episode. I agree with that. Ever clowned us. Oh, okay. I knew somebody clown. Probably. Um, but yeah, we getting out of here. Thank y'all for watching episode 72. Uh, we will see y'all next week. Um, what's next week? Actually, Maybe shit. Not. Maybe we not. got a tournament. We got a tournament next week. I should be home by eight o'clock though. I don't know. We might see y'all next week. We might not. Uh, we starting to get to the point now to where um, you never know. <laughs> we loved. Right. We we loved like we loved and enjoyed the consistency. Uh, but in this past month, we've missed two episodes, and I ain't gonna hold y'all. That shit was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> That and shit look, was man, lovely not to have and, to record. I ain't even gonna hold look, y'all. Listen, it ain't it ain't like oh they missing episodes, what's going on, are they gonna break up or some shit like that? No, it's really like it Life. it's a struggle to get all three of us together at the same time. Our schedules are Whoa. like they they don't match. Our schedules don't match. So and that so was before I'll, Bobby quit his job. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> That Why? shit, boy. I swear, every three months, anybody that knows where we actually work, every three months, every three months the schedule changes. changes. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah. it's all right. It's all right. Listen, at this point, episode seventy-two, we've given y'all almost two hundred hours of content. Almost two hundred hours. Yeah. 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 Add it up. Almost two hundred. Um, yeah. So here and there, if you know we missing. Um, we're not doing it on purpose. It's just life kind of takes over. We all got different things going on, you know, as you can yeah. see. Um, but don't worry. We'll, all, we'll always get back to you because we love Facts. what you're doing. We love being here and we appreciate y'all support. Facts. Um, so, yeah, our weekend people, our Sunday people, thank y'all for checking in. Thank y'all for watching. We appreciate y'all. Um, enjoy your Labor Day. We didn't focus on that because what the fuck is Labor Day? Um Y'all enjoy y'all extra day it's off. DJ Khaled does. Yeah, for real. Right. <laughs> um, do what he do. Do what he doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, y'all enjoy y'all week. Y'all have a good week. Do something productive. It does not have to come from monetary gain. Just do something to make your life a little bit easier this week. Um, for our Wednesday people, thank y'all for listening. Y'all, um, Shit, enjoy enjoy your Wednesday, enjoy your hump day, hump something if you motherfucking can. And for normal convos pod, we will catch you niggas next time. Normal convos pod. Mm. My father is back. The graphic shirt is God in his motherfucking medium shirt daddy. Hey, hey, hey. Normal ay, convos ay, pod. Hey, 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 hey. My father is ay, back. Hey, hey.
medium shirt daddy. Beat your motherfucking ass into the street fighter. Put some money up. Hey, hey, he put it. He put it. But hey.